Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. We're in the middle of a series called Redefined. And the idea behind this is to maybe look at some of the things in our life, some of the things in our faith, and what can be redefined, what needs to be redefined. How often do we redefine our faith? Last week, we kind of talked about how, you know, getting married or or maybe being in a relationship for the first time kind of redefines uh, how much personal time and personal space you have. Right, even getting a roommate, or or when we have some of us who are parents, when we have children, it kind of redefines what a Friday night looks like, what a Saturday morning looks like. It redefines how much time we have. If we get a more demanding job or a less demanding job, it kind of redefines those things for us. So redefining isn't necessarily a bad thing, and it's not necessarily a good thing. It's just something that happens to us. But how powerful could it be if we challenged our faith enough? to see where it needs to be redefined. There's so many, so many examples of of just Jesus and and the things that he would do, the things that he would say, and how he was constantly redefining what faith looked like. And so today what I want to do is I want to talk about how Jesus redefined the Sabbath. Now, Sabbath is, sounds very much like a religious word, a churchy word, and, uh, and it is. Um, <laughs> Sabbath was the one day a week, and it was based on the first six days of creation. So if you don't know the Bible or the story is, the legend has it, that God created the earth in six days, and then on the seventh day, he rested. So the Jewish people took that and said, we, we're going to be a community, we're going to be a group of people, we're going to be a nation that works for six days, and on the seventh day, we shall rest. And rest is a good thing. If God rested, then they said, okay, well, we're going to rest. Rest seems like it's a good, godly thing to do. And I, I am actually, is anybody terrible at resting? Okay, yeah, um, I know, Wow. This is, this is about to turn into a therapy session here for all of us. <laughs> is, anybody, is, any, is anybody good at resting? One, okay, all right, okay. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm terrible at resting. I feel like I could probably spend the rest of the you know, 20 minutes we have here together listing off things that I need to get done at my house just in the garage alone. Uh, you know, these are the things that swim in my head. For a long time, you know, after a Sunday, uh, after a Sunday, you know, experience, we'd have church and stuff. We'd get home, and Amber, my wife, her first door of business, two and a half hour nap. That's what I'm doing, two and a half hour nap. I'm like, are you kidding me? There is so much to do. And she was like, on a Sunday afternoon. And I and I was this. Is, I think I got this from my dad, but I, I if I was in front of the couch, or sorry, in front of the couch. Yeah, I'm just looking at my couch. If I was. <laughs> It's not weird, trust me. If I was sitting on the couch, just standing, just watching TV, and I and I accidentally snoozed off, that to me felt more productive than going to my bed to take a nap. Is anybody with me on that? Is anybody's brain okay? Yeah. Well, at least I'm doing something, right? At least I'm catching up on the Netflix shows. Yeah. So I uh, so I, I I've I've always been bad at at resting, and I envy people who 
can rest, who can relax, who can take their time. Welcome. <laughs> but I wonder for, for you, when is the last time you actually rested? When is, the act, when, when is the last time you actually took a real rest? Because I know we take, we take breaks, right? Sometimes after a long day, we, 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 we turn on uh, Netflix or, or Hulu or or Peacock, or, or Paramount Plus, or Disney Plus. Doesn't it feel like we're getting back to just cable? Like, can't we just go back to, you know what I mean, like, where everything was all together? I can't afford, you know, 20 streaming apps. We can share passwords, though, until Netflix does away with that. Yeah, sometimes you just want to turn your brain off, right? So you get in front of a show or you do something that just like, or you scroll on Instagram Reels or TikTok or on YouTube and you just like want to turn your brain off. You put on some video games, whatever it is. But many times that kind of just like turning your brain off, it might be taking a break, but it's not, that's not resting. I know people who, they'll go on vacation, they'll be on vacation for seven days, come back and they're just as stressed. I'm like, well, what did you do over there? Did you just take a long break? A break from your problems, a break from your worries, or are we actually getting rest? And so with the short time we have left, I want to talk about how Jesus redefined what the Sabbath was. Because the Jewish community, the Jewish people, they took rest very seriously. And I said the origin of it was when God rested on the seventh day, but... What they would do is they turned that Sabbath that was meant to be something that brought rest and peace, it started getting all of these rules and regulations. It started to, to, to define, they were defining what, what rest meant. You can't work. And work means going to take care of your animals. Work means going out of the house. Work means taking a walk, whatever it is. So all of these things, all of these things where you weren't allowed to do. You weren't allowed to pretty much do anything. And there were seven times, seven miracles that Jesus was a part of where he intentionally healed people on the Sabbath. And that really riled up the religious people. That really riled up the Pharisees, who were the religious leaders of the time. Because you weren't supposed to do anything on the Sabbath. And Jesus says, well, I'm here. I, I, watch this. I'm going to heal this person on the Sabbath, on the holy day, on the day of rest, where you're not supposed to do anything. Watch me do something. And again, I, I want you to be thinking, when is the last time you really rested? We have this, I, we have this idea of we are not in a society of rest right now. It's, you know, how many times have you heard the word side hustle? How many of you have a side hustle going on? I do. I admit it. Yeah, okay. We got side hustles. We got hurry up. We got more. We got to, need, we got to work more hours over time. Jesus is going to redefine what Sabbath means. Because if, if, if we stick to the, to the fact of Sabbath means you work six days and you rest the seventh and you do that religiously, pun intended, if you do that religiously and you never ever change that, then you might be missing 
what the goal of the Sabbath was. So I want to read, this is in the book of Mark. Mark is one of the Gospels. And uh, in the Gospels, Jesus, these are the, the kind of the key stories of Jesus, the bigger stories of Jesus, where we get to hear some of the things that Jesus was quoted as saying and some of the things that he was a part of. And in this particular uh, part, it's right before Jesus does some healing on the Sabbath, but he's talking about the Sabbath with, uh, with some Pharisees. Now, before, before we throw it up here, I want to kind of give you like a pre, I'm going to read right before it so you can see kind of what's going on. So again, Jesus, he's constantly getting into arguments with the religious people. Because Jesus, has, he, he, he's come down, and I, I said last week that, uh, if you weren't here, that he, he didn't come to, to change the law, he came to fulfill the law. Which, I mean, that, that'll take you a while to wrap your head around. So here we go. I'm going to read this. On one Saturday, on the day of rest, the day of rest, one Saturday, the day of rest, Jesus and his disciples, they were walking through a field of wheat. The disciples were hungry, so they plucked off some heads of grain to eat. But when one of the Pharisees saw them, or saw what was happening, they said to him, look, your disciples shouldn't be harvesting grain on the Sabbath. Jesus responded, have you ever read that King David and his men what they did when they were hungry. They entered the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the sacred bread of God's presence. They violated the law by eating bread that only the priests were allowed to eat. But there is one here who is even greater than the temple. And then he said to them, this is Mark 2, verses 27 and 28. Then he said to them, the Sabbath was made for the sake of the people and not for the Sabbath. For the reason for this reason, the Son of Man exercises his lordship over the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of the people and not the people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of the people. The heart behind the Sabbath is rest for us. Rest emotionally, rest spiritually, rest physically. If we are, if our life is centered around, if our life is driven by the things that we feel like we're supposed to do, then we are missing the point of living life. In particular, rest. So if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Don't, first, this is the first one, don't take a break, take a rest. Don't just mindlessly turn your brain off. I do this all the time, so I'm not, I'm more telling myself this than you. Does anybody, uh, you don't have to raise your hand for this, but you go to check your phone and you just went to go read that one text that came in and 30 minutes later you like wake up out of this zombie trance that you've just been on social media for that amount of time? Is that just me? Just me and Matt probably. Mostly Matt. Okay, if you're taking notes, write this down too. Your faith should never serve, uh, oh sorry, your faith should serve you, not the other way around. That's how, that's how our faith turns into religion. When we start mapping out more and more rules for us to follow, we are creating a religion where Jesus came to redefine religion as faith. And what Jesus is doing here with the Sabbath, he's redefining what Sabbath means. Because it, it seems like they had maybe forgotten. 
maybe lost track. Maybe had done it for so long, they thought, well, this is how it's supposed to go, and if we do it any other way, then we're not honoring God. But what happened, what seems to have happened, is they weren't honoring the Sabbath necessarily, as they were honoring their view of the Sabbath. Instead of taking time to actually rest, they were monitoring everybody who wasn't resting in the way that they should. And Jesus comes to redefine. He says, the Sabbath is made for you. The Sabbath is for you. Your faith is for you. You are not for the Sabbath. You are not for the faith. See, God, God creates these things. God puts these things in our life. Even the Sabbath puts these things in our life to serve us. That's the relationship that God has with us, is to serve us. In the sense of having this, this gift where we can actually rest. Did you know, did you know that rest actually makes you more productive? There are so many studies that taking time to rest, taking time to rest, there's a lot of things that happen in our brain, and I'm not a scientist, but as a scientist, I can tell you that all these things that happen in your brain while you're resting, things are connecting, problems are being solved. That happens when you rest. When is the last time you really rested? When is the last time you got more than eight hours of sleep in one night? And I know what you're saying. Dom, I don't need more than eight hours. As a scientist, I can tell you, you do need more, at least, maybe seven. I'll give you seven. When is the last time you actually rested? And, and, and see, some of these things are challenging for me, y'all. I mean, well, all of these things are challenging for me when I, speak, when I speak about these, but rest for me is challenging. I don't know if it's because I grew up Catholic or Hispanic or the dangerous mix of both. <laughs> but if you got caught napping in my house growing up, it wasn't bad. You weren't in trouble but it was just kind of this like, well, wow, why are you so tired? Wow. And it's just better to never sleep than have to deal with that. You know what I mean? Does anybody know what I mean? Does anybody have parents? <laughs> wow. Didn't know you were so tired. Wow. Wow. You want to get to bed at 6 p.m. because you're so tired? If you're taking notes, write this down too. When we sacrifice our health for our faith, we miss the whole point. So uh, I, I, maybe I can't speak to the rest that you need in your work. Maybe you're working too many hours. I don't know. Maybe you're, maybe you're, maybe you're doing too much around the house. My wife sometimes, she'll, if she has a task on her mind, she can't do anything else until that's done. And so it's helping to create some boundaries, sometimes with, with her job, with her work. <laughs> I like that I'm making this about her. She's not here, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> She'll never watch this. <laughs> with her work, with a lot of our jobs, there's, there's always more to do, right? 
There's always something you can do for your job. Maybe not every single job. Some of you, you can you know, kind of clock out at five, and that's what you do or whatever, and that's, and that's cool. But there, there's a lot of our jobs that there's always something else you could be doing. Like, okay, the work is done for today, but I could be strategizing for tomorrow, for next week, or there's that big thing coming up, and it'd be really good for me to spend some time on that. And I just stress out about all of that while I'm watching a show, you know what I mean? <laughs> Instead of, like, making a list or actually doing it. I'm a big fan of just stressing out about what I need to do than actually doing what I need to do. That's where I'm at. That's where my level is. So with Amber, she, had this, she, had this, she has this job where there's always something to do. And so, I, you know, we're kind of talking about boundaries of like, hey, you know, can we cut it off at 8 or let's put a timer on and, and, and she's like, hey, what about you? What about your boundaries? I'm like, oh, yeah, let's, let's talk about me for a second, I guess. It's not just about Amber and what she's doing wrong. Again, she'll never watch or listen. What about my boundaries? What about, what about me not resting? How do I, how do, I do that? It's absolutely difficult. It's like trying to meditate when you've never meditated before. Has anyone ever tried to meditate, meditate for the first time, and was your brain just going, just like distracted, distracted, distracted? I went to a a funeral recently, and it was a Catholic funeral, so they did did the rosary. I don't know if you know what the rosary is. It's like this group of prayers, and you repeat, you repeat the mysteries, you repeat Hail Mary. And there was something incredibly, and I never appreciated this growing up because I didn't, I mean, does anybody appreciate anything growing up? <laughs> um, I, maybe I just put that on you, that's me. Um, I never appreciated that growing up, but there is something incredibly meditative about the rosary. You're kind of in this state where you're repeating and, and, and you're repeating and, uh, and there's just no room for the distraction, so I actually kind of loved it. It was actually kind of beautiful, and I just never appreciated the Catholic Church in that sense. Um, I'm sorry, this isn't a, an advertisement for Catholicism. I just wanted to share, uh, share that experience. I want you to be able to experience rest. So maybe you need to take a day off. Do it. Maybe you need to take a week off here in a couple of months. Do it. Maybe you need to take, uh, maybe all, you, you're like, Dom, I don't have a day off. I'm busy. Good. You can still be busy and rest. Rest is not the opposite of work, okay? Rest is not the opposite of rules, of religion. Maybe I, I'll pull back. I'll, I'll pull back from all the work stuff. I don't know your job, and I don't know your life, but what I do know, what I do know is that the Pharisees, the Jewish people, and they're not, it's not like they're bad guys or evil. They're just like, hey, we want to honor God. All of this, all of these rules, all of these ways of doing things, the heart behind it was to honor God. And Jesus came and said, it's not that the Sabbath is bad. I'm not here to heal, on, and I am paraphrasing, I'm not here to heal on the Sabbath to show you that the, that the Sabbath is bad. I'm here to show you that the Sabbath is made for you, that the faith you have is to serve you. It it, it seems like the Sabbath became 
this like burden, this burden, this chore that people had to do. If it was like, hey, listen, I, I see all of your faces, and next Sunday, I'm going to need to see them again, okay? And I just put that pressure on you every week, every week. I need to see you Sunday. You're supposed to be here Sunday. You should be here Sunday. The rules are you show up Sunday. What else would you be doing? It's the day of rest. You need to stay here. You need to be here, and you need to show up. With that kind of pressure at some point, this will become a burden. It will become a burden. Coming to church, going to connect group, hanging out with us, it will become a burden if it becomes a supposed to. But Jesus comes and he redefines Sabbath and he says, the Sabbath is here for you. Church, the heart, it's here for you whenever you, whenever you want. Religion creates this obligation but Jesus redefines Sabbath and says, you are free to rest. See the power in that? The power in that of changing from you're supposed to rest to you are free to rest. Have you ever told yourself, you, you give yourself permission to rest? <laughs> I think I might do that. Give myself permission. To, I am giving myself permission to rest today for an hour. And then the Mavs are playing and then I have to take time to watch that. Obviously, it's different. And I do not rest during basketball games, I'll tell you that much. Maybe you need to give yourself permission to rest. Permission to rest, freedom to rest, freedom to rest in your faith, freedom to rest from work, freedom to rest from your anxieties. What if you gave yourself permission and freedom to rest? Jesus redefines what rest can look like for us, and we have a chance to step into that. If you could, I want you to close your eyes and bow your heads real quick. I want to I wanna pray for us today. Like a lot of these messages, I feel like I'm preaching to myself more than to anybody else. I'm speaking these things to myself. So, God, I, I, I pray today that anyone hearing this who, who needs rest, that you would show them where they need rest in their heart, where they need rest in their soul, where they need rest mentally, where they need rest emotionally, where they need rest physically. God, I pray that you would give us the, the bravery and the boldness that we need to step into that rest, that we would give ourselves permission to rest. Thank you for the love that you have given us, the generosity of your love and your hope and your grace. We walk in that today. We love you. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at Evo Springtown. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows. Mm -hmm.